It's Rick the Ref back in your eardrum. We back at it again. What's good? We I got a hey, I got this has got a hot show today. I got two special guests today. Not one, but two. First mm-hmm. one. Introduce yourself. What's good? Hey, it's Makala on the line. What's up? Hey, you know. It ain't it ain't it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing but slow motion to a turtle, you know what I mean? Fast, you know, fast motion to a fox, you know what I mean? You know, we got we got McCall back on here for another podcast, waiting for another 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 one of my affiliates to join, you know what I mean? And uh, you know, hey, I think the show's gonna be real innovative today. It's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be worth your while, uh, you know, the few of y'all that's listening uh, on the airwaves. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Other than that, you know, we'll get started momentarily, but you know, with all the, you know, we just almost like can't get away from some of the stuff that's going on in the world. So, you know, let me see. Let me see what's up with my other affiliate. Did they, you know, they on that <laughs> CP time or they on that? You know, <laughs> what is they on today? But uh. Hey, we 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 coming from all over the place, Atlanta. California, yeah, New York, we all over, man. You know what? Look, we go. We might have to uh, restart this one, though. You know, we got to. Wait a minute. Hello. We got we got somebody that jumped up on the scene. <laughs> New York City. Yeah. New York. So you are you official NYC or you just what? What's going on? I am most definitely an ATLian living the New York lifestyle. <laughs> okay, give me three. I mean, we ain't started the podcast yet. This is just a little intermission, but can I get like three like East Coast words? So you know what I mean? What what we got? What we got, son? All, son? all three of these are East Side are East Coast words. All three. Yeah. Outside. <laughs> Yo, mad and brick. <laughs> what the hell? You, not, you gotta you gotta put you gotta put some New York on that though. You Yo, it's my brick outside right now. Hey yo, yeah. it's mad brick outside yo. No, not two yo's. <laughs> oh yo, just, oh, one. just one yo. <laughs> Wait a minute, where where the where the sun? Where where where? Come on, son. Where's the sun? I don't I don't really hear too much sun out here. Bananas? No bananas. Not even bananas. No, it's oh, just so- like that's mad. <laughs> that's that's dumb far. Like oh, dumb far. <laughs> Yo, that's mad. That's mad crazy, it's yo. Mad brick outside. B? Yo. No B? Yes. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Wow. Or this, this, uh or this is, this is our this is our episode of East Coast for Dummies right I here. Know, right? Uh, <laughs> my apologies. My apologies to the New York, to the Staten Island, to the to the Long right. Islands, to the Queens, to the Bronx, to the BX. No disrespect, Yonkers. You know what I'm saying? We and just uh, we you got a Cali dude. With, with with two ATLians, but an ATLian transplant over in New York. So yeah, yeah, I'm a it's all good. Now. Don't don't get it twisted. I'm 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 just living the ATL life now. Okay, I'm okay, for sure. I mean, but I mean, breaking into the conversation, uh, one of the topics that we was gonna address tonight, which is which is you know, quite quite the occasion, you know, Miala, you in you in college, you know what I mean, and. Um, this is one of the topics that you brought to the forefront. Did you want to, you want to introduce it to the, to the podcast community or, you know, what, what do you think, you know, 
let, 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 let's let's put let's put your topic out there because I think it's a good topic to start the show off with. Uh oh. That's okay. You know, sometimes is, is there can y'all hear me? Okay, yeah, I'm good now. Okay. So yeah, let's let's go with your topic. What you got? Um, so my topic is about how I don't think well, me personally, a lot of black schools are getting black people ready for predominantly white institutions, which are PWIs. Okay. Um, I say this because coming out here was a major culture shock. Um, it's, you're not comfortable your first couple of weeks, really, or even your first couple of months. It's a lot of getting used to. Um, you don't operate how you normally do. Even if you feel like you're comfortable in your own skin, it's very different when you don't see a lot of people who have your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it's different for those who grew up in those types of environments, but I didn't grow up in that environment at all. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I'm right. thankful to my parents and my, my high school for at least like trying to push me into those diverse settings to get me prepared. But I had to right. do that on my own, you know, like not a lot of people get those opportunities that mm-hmm. I've gotten at least to go into those type of settings. So those mm-hmm. who didn't get those opportunities and ended up going to a PWI, they're probably not having the best time, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this, so this, this so this is like, okay. So this is like an episode of you going to like, like in 1960, you going to like a, a white only establishment, right? This is, right. is this like a culture shock where it's like, okay. Uh, I mean, it, how many black kids is it to white kids? Like, give me an estimate. Like, what are we talking about? I feel like it's it's very low. I could probably go on the bar website and give you a good estimate. But compared to what I see, I'm usually either the only black person or one of the few people of color in my classrooms. Okay. And what you're saying is, had, had your high school kind of giving you a better interpretation of what to look for because the thing is high schools only they only they only function based on what they see they right. they, they bring all these all these college people coming in and mm-hmm. you know college fairs and all this bogusness but not one time had they say hey if you go to a a, a white school this is what you're gonna see that, yeah. that, that so basically you going into an unknown and you get like basically culture shock mm-hmm. because of what you see. Is that accurate or? Yeah, it is accurate. Um, I remember having a lot of different college fairs at school. Um, of course, most of them would be like colleges in Atlanta or Alabama or Florida. There may have been maybe two or three schools that have a, a large white population that have come. But of course, if if there's not like a black person giving you those pre- those types of presentations, then you're not really going to get a feel for how you might have to operate at that school. Um, mm-hmm. We don't get those people who are actually in the colleges. Uh, we don't get to hear their experiences. We get to hear the college advisors, like, you know, words that make you want to come. We don't get that 
that raw um, okay. college experience. You know? Okay, Makala, what you what's your take on it? And then let's make sure that we have you know we got a clear background for the under understanding of the listeners mm-hmm. in the back. But Makala, what do you think about that? I mean, because you was a parent of the kid at that school, mm-hmm. did they tell at any point in time, hey, you know, you can apply to Uki U College, but it's going to be four black people out of 400, 400 white people. No, no. And I think it's, it's, it's really unfortunate that that conversation is not had. Um, mm-hmm. I think it would make a huge difference um, just getting them prepared for, for something like that. If you think about it, um, for the most part, you've been exposed to your own you know, you've been, yeah. you, it's what you're comfortable with. It's, it's what you've, you've known, but moving on to the next level college, it should be a conversation, you know, right, right. right. And Miala. something yeah. or like a mediator or something that, that prepares them for that. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Miala, I, I want to ask though, just out of curiosity, I, I consider you a high high achieving student, not just because I know you, just because mm-hmm. I know w- what your aptitude level is. But how different is it trying to accommodate for that for that unknown situation and trying to and trying to navigate through getting the education? What what what's been that? What 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 has that ex- exercise been like? So the thing is, like. When okay, for me personally, and I'm sure it's for a lot of the black students who are here, you really have to um, find your community. You have to find the black community on campus because it makes you feel as though you are a part of something. Um, even though I'm, sh- I can't really be sure, but I feel like a lot of white people. Um, they may not do this on purpose, but sometimes they do exclude you from conversations. Or, you know, kind of forget that you're there if you don't make your presence known. Um, it's, oh, oh my yeah, gosh. That's not the, like, that, yeah, that's not like some of my coworkers. The freshman class here, and I'm sure there's probably upperclassmen who are the same. Freshman class is very clicky. Um, I realized that like the first month that I got out here, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes they literally exclude you. <laughs> from from conversations if you're not a part of this their friend group um i've learned to become a lot more comfortable with myself and mm-hmm. my voice so i i don't really um i don't mind interrupting somebody's conversation or going up to somebody and saying hello because you're gonna know that i'm here you're gonna know my presence you're not gonna act nope. like i'm not here you know right I, and, and I, you know no, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send you a Malcolm X T-shirt too to your school. But what I was saying is, <laughs> what I, no, just no, just sport it around campus. It'll be yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, but so there's so there's classism. Sounds like racism. Then you got the hierarchy. But it's it, it remind me of a conversation we had earlier because we have a a black employee a black employment group, and we were talking about there's a, there's all this talk about let's get homeless people housing let's get them housing let's put them in a the house let's put them inside let's do this mm-hmm. but there's all this conversation about housing no conversation about taking a man that's been living on the sidewalk for the last 8 years and putting him in a building and 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 teaching him 
coping skills, mm-hmm. uh, teaching him. See, it's all about the housing. It's not about life after the housing. And what it sounds like in your equation, it's about college, 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 college. But it, mm-hmm. where was the conversation about socially or emotionally this is something that you may have to deal with. It almost sounds like they sent you into a, they sent you into war without the prepare, without being prepared for war. And you know what? I think it may be a little bit the fact that they maybe expect you to go to a black college. So maybe that conversation wasn't had. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, like, like uncle saying, um, High schools only know what they see, like genuinely. They do. Um, I go to a, I went to an all-girls school that was predominantly black. Of course, you you either think that a lot of people are going to go to Spelman, Agnes Scott, mm-hmm, Clark mm-hmm. Atlanta, Georgia Tech, uh, Georgia State, because those are the colleges that we usually go to. A lot of people went to Fort Valley State in Kennesaw mm-hmm. because that's where all of their friends went. Uh, when um, you don't have those type of conversations unless you have a student who's very overachieving and want yeah. something different. If they like, that's when those conversations are had. I only had this conversation, or kinda had this conversation, because my um, my counselor thought that you know I shouldn't have to pay for college, mm-hmm. and. There's God bless her heart. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't get those opportunities because either they're not overachieving or people just overlook their abilities. Right. Let um, me ask you a question, Miala. Mm-hmm. How many um, PWIs actually came out to your school to right. like recruit or like to to talk about their schools? Not many that I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a Zoom call kind of before we uh, graduated and it was about like a, a bunch of different schools. It, w- it was like a, a nationwide thing where all the schools mm-hmm. would have a bunch of colleges come on Zoom and tell them about how good their college was. And not many were like PWI schools mm-hmm. um, because they don't, they really, in my opinion, I don't think they do think a lot of black people will want to go to a PWI because why would you want to risk uncomfortability, you know? Right, right. And I think I think one of the, not to cut you off, but I think one of the reasons for their own implicit bias, they don't advertise their school because they don't figure you want to come to their school, which is dumb because it's a school. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it's almost like we're not going to advertise in your community. Mm-hmm. So, cause you know, That's you know, we don't, we, we, yeah, we don't think you want to eat no soul food. So we're not going to advertise soul food, but, but, but then when you look at the people who eat soul food, it's not all black. So right. yeah, mm-hmm. that, that would be, you know, and I'm glad that you're sharing this because I'll put all the listeners out there. This is, you know, Rick, the ref podcast, you, you, your scholar or somebody who is in your life, maybe a junior senior and going into a realm mm-hmm. and 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 I'm a, I'm gonna tell you for you to share this with somebody in the position that you in a lot of 
a lot of people can't deal with it. Like yeah, I know some so some with the it's a it's you already away from your family. You already mm-hmm. in in a in an uncharted territory. You getting overwhelmed with books, uh, education. This is due. That is due. Then you're trying to fit in socially. And then after all that. You still got to worry about grades and stuff. Yeah. But then but then you got to worry about that you the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to lie to you. My first two months here were absolutely like horrible, like genuinely horrible because I felt like I didn't fit in. I didn't even really I was second guessing my scholarship. Really? But I honestly, I had to get over that because that this is a situation that I'm in. I have a scholarship that I have to worry about. I don't have to pay for college. That's a blessing, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like everything happens for a reason. I didn't want to stay in Atlanta. I really didn't. I felt mm-hmm. like there was something else out there for me that could help me better prepare myself to come back to Atlanta to give back to my community. Um, sure. And not a lot of people have that type of mindset. They don't think that they're capable enough to push themselves out of their comfort zone. But the thing is, you have to do that so that you can become a better person. And I do feel like coming out here was the best choice for me. As much as it sucks. (laughs) And kudos to you, Miala, honestly, for, you know, buckling up and, you know, Although it was difficult in the beginning, you kind of finding your way, mm-hmm. you kind of fitting, you know, doing different things that interest you, finding people and, you know, organizations. Kudos to you for for continuing to try mm-hmm. to to find your voice and find your way in an environment that that's uncomfortable. Because right. At the end of the day, that's that's exactly what makes a leader and. You know, these are the, the people that we need mm-hmm. to lead the country, to help people, to to motivate people. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I think I think it's added an extra layer to to your being. Um, honestly, um, just hearing about it now, I personally didn't realize what you were going into, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone who is attached to you in that element to know that you not only endured that is a testimony, but the fact that, you know, you are, you're talking from experience and it's like, you know, I would only hope that there's some other stories out there mm-hmm. of it. It didn't go quite well. And they get, they got a return trip back home mm-hmm. because of the, just the overbearing and, and and have has anybody mentioned the pandemic yet? Oh, okay, great. And yeah, it's a whole yeah, pandemic, and, and you went through all pandemic. that too, oh right? Gosh, so, man. so if you're if you're not a trendsetter, I don't know who else is. But what I'm also saying is, you know, fast forward to when Andre is a junior or a senior. Uh, what's the email for your school so they can trot down to California? Hey, NWI. Or NWA, come on through. <laughs> come do it. Come tell us that is, tell us that is six hundred white people and four blacks. Show us a map. And 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 I think another thing about uh, college recruiting, because they really just coming to get you to go to the school. Absolutely. You really don't know the dynamic of the school. Because honestly, yeah. when we was in school, 
They said, you know, come to Fullerton, come to this, come to Cal State. Cal State Northridge was the big school. Yeah, hello. Thank you. Hello. Got some, some technical difficulties. Oh, there. Yep. Oh no, there you I'm are. still. Okay. Yeah, that's what that's what happened when you know you. But it, <laughs> you spit facts. That's what. It <laughs> Government trying to cover it up. <laughs> they still working on them. They too. still working on. Them. <laughs> you know what? It's all. It's all. It's all. It's always something. You know, it's the Wi-Fi. It's the Wi-Fi or something. But um. <laughs> So yeah, to to go to school out out there with the technical difficulties, um, Cal State Northridge was a school, and then mm -hmm. I knew that I had to get out of L.A. because, wow. like Miala, I I know I know too much L.A. I know too I know too much California. Yeah, absolutely, I, I would have no motivation to go to school if I stayed in California mm -hmm. because. Everything I know was California. So we went on a black college tour. Yeah. Uh, it was raining cats and dogs in D.C. Howard, I wasn't going to Howard. I couldn't <laughs> because I couldn't even see my hand in front of my face. It was raining so hard. Then we went down to FAMU. Nice campus. But guess what? It's right there, right there near that water. It ain't nothing next to Florida but water. So when the soon now when the category two three four comes, oh, and that's it, something that we never had to deal with hurricanes we, and all that. Never, stuff. never. So I'm thinking geographically, even though California is next to water, we not getting we not getting no tsunami. No, we not getting no we not getting all that all that category and hurricanes. So it it didn't look sexy enough. And like I said, when I went to when I went to the AUC. The AUC pretty much just picked me. Mm. It wasn't like it wasn't me picking Clark, and it was it had nothing to do with the tour we had. It's something. It had something to do with I could see myself on this campus, and even though I didn't have any lot of friends, you 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 have something in you that you planted yourself, and you have the ability to make friends, and I, that's why you're a success story, and. And I and I, I give you nothing but kudos for that. It took some courage to do what you did. Thank you. I really appreciate it. One hundred. Man, it took we a lot. Forgetting, we keep forgetting it's a pandemic, y'all. We really do. We're so <laughs> used to it now. And based on that, I mean, I, I don't want to segue to a new conversation, but I know. <laughs> uh, I hate. Yeah, it's it's almost like you know, it's that it's that bill you keep talking about, but you know, you got that bill. That's what the pandemic is. The, the pandemic is like, you know, put it like this. My son is in high school. Two days ago, he gets, they come to his class and give everybody in the class a paper. You guys have been exposed to somebody with COVID. Oh, he calls me. They call me on the phone. I said, okay, well, what the hell am I supposed to do? Pick you up from school or what? Is it a sick day? Or is it a get sick day or right, right. why would I, I said, like, what? I said, I said, why are you still in the classroom? Like, I don't understand. Like, what, what the heck's going on? So long story short, we get tested, get, you know, find a rapid test. He's fine. But it's like, there is so, there's so much, there's so many layers to this because we just did a show about it. 
but this is not a follow-up show. It's just a thought. There's so much, there's so much money. Just think about we it's two, two and a half years. It's been three, it's been COVID-19, mm-hmm. Delta variant, and Omicron. There's gonna be something next. Mm-hmm. And it's like Oh, there is something next. It's IHU. No way. Yeah, um, there was a case of it somewhere. I don't know how many, and I don't know if it's going to be a big thing or not. Oh, it will be. Wait a minute. Breaking news. Hold on. Hold on. Rick the Ref show. Breaking news. <laughs> it's a new It's a new variant out of New... Is it in New York? Where is that? Oh, no. It's not in New York. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank goodness. Let me see. I-H-U. I-H-U? Insane. Insane. Flu-rona, I-H-U. We can't... Uh, TSU, TSA. I, I can't oh, it was found in France. Me. That's where it was found. Oh, Lord. See? Mm-hmm. See, and now I'm we sure got. There's a, somebody from the United States that was in France that. Right, that's so going to come over here. <laughs> to have it and has brought it here and is now going to spread. Now we have to have another booster. Now, right. You go, no, you now you got to take a pill. They, they go no, either. No, no, t- the patch. That's what we said. The patch. They go have, gonna yeah, patch. they go have put a patch on your back. Yeah. And then right. they go try to they go try to eliminate you from going places. Well, you need the vaccine and the booster to get up in this club. So yeah, you need both. You can't just have a card. You gotta have. You gotta booster. have both. And we gotta scan your your patch too to uh, make sure that it's. Oh you. yeah, I went to uh, I went to New York to go to the Met, and um, down there you have to have your COVID card. Mm. To get into places or to get into certain places now, they're not playing. They are they're, not. It's not playing at all. But look, I need me a. I need me a fancier vaccine card. Then I need me. I need to pimp mine out. <laughs> oh, you I can need... have one on your phone. Well, that's in New York, though. Never mind. I don't know if it's in other states, but you gonna have to laminate yours. No, no, no. <laughs> I want my. I, I want something fresh. I want it like to. I want it to like to like light you know, up. Stick something. out. Stick out my pocket <laughs> right. or something. Yeah, I want to. I want to slide it like a like a hey. debit card, man. You know right what I mean? Your business right there, boy. Hey, I, you know, I'll pimp out your uh, pimp your vaccine vaccination card. Yeah, pimp my vaccine card. You know, on the back it got a little, you know, little little go fund, go little go fund me on the back. You know, if you want to send me a few dollars, just in case I just in case I need a rapid test, you can send me a few dollars. You know what I mean? Right. Hey, but now, uh, let me ask you one. Let me ask you one other question. How? How strict are they um, about like guidelines on your campus for COVID? For COVID, very. They're very strict. Absolutely, especially with um, Omicron because it's literally it's it's so contagious. It makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Last semester, I had we all had to do um, random tests for COVID. So like you would get an email saying, hello, you've been randomly selected to oh. get a COVID test. Um, now that's, a, that's a whole nother racist thing. Go ahead. <laughs> and um, Don't let the black go person to... get picked. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Please. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, but you'd have to go to the gym and go get tested. Um, now we have to wear the masks inside of the, the um the common rooms in your dorm, you mm-hmm. used to not have to, but with uh, with the cases that we've had on campus, they're just taking extra precaution. We have vaccination dorms now. Oh wow! Um, we've have like selected bathrooms for people who have who've been exposed uh-huh. to COVID. 
Yeah. The COVID bathroom? Yeah, so oh, like they Lord. don't expose everyone else. Oh, hell no. Nah. You come up out that COVID bathroom, player, we got problems. <laughs> <laughs> you got well, COVID P? I, I'm, I'm glad that they are taking like these extra steps and, yeah, you know, keeping people it's separate. Very, that, it's, you know? it's a very, very small college. Mm-hmm. So if one person gets it, you're a lot of people are going to get it. So they have to really minimize the situation. And I had a, I had a question. Is it, is it, is it spaced out or is people going away from six feet or what? what like, the your hell classrooms. Going like, what are they looking like? No, we just have our masks on and call it. A see, day. that's what I'm t- see. What see, this is what I, I, I hate to talk about this in the depths of our conversation, but the narrative keeps switching. It went from, we don't know if it's days. airborne to oh. wear a mask to you got to have six feet, you know, to, you know, and now they letting people, they letting nurses go to work that are mm-hmm. positive as long as they wear N95 and, and, and are asymptomatic, which doesn't make any, any sense to me. I've, it's because America is losing money day by day. And it went from 14 days to 10 days to five days. Not because the CDC thinks that it's okay, but because a lot of businesses have been pestering them because they need workers. But the thing is, their workers are dying from right. COVID. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really horrible, honestly. And Trust you're me. right. The whole six yeah. feet thing flew right out of the window. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't even see it in stores anymore. You don't see those. No, little... I was saying the same thing. You used to have the oh, hey man, get back. You gotta get on your six feet. Your line is back there. Yeah, but no. now it's just what please wear your mask in our store. That's it. Yeah. And some of them don't even require that. Child. Right. That's true. It, it it's it's uh it's getting bad. It's a bad it's it's a bad it's a bad few months for rappers too, by the way. You know, I don't know if it's just a assault, but it's it, it's a bad year for you know a lot of things, but I think for for the sake of a, of the discussion, um, in in order to have normalcy, you gotta have you gotta have the complement of people that's willing to wear a mask, people who mm-hmm. are who are willing to, for instance, there there there's some people that are having some gatherings, mm-hmm. and they want to go to get an airbnb like for what for what it's for like, what it's it, why, it no let me sense, ask you a question it, why would you get an airbnb during the during the whole pandemic like I don't, maybe maybe i'm maybe i'm weird no, maybe i'm weird to think people, that the hotel i think a hotel would be cleaner because okay maybe not but whatever Let's just say an Airbnb, anybody, anybody lives in there. And I just don't understand the risk versus the reward. Well, you know, we want to rent out an Airbnb and hang out together. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all want to hang out together during a, a pandemic? It's because people are trying to continue to live life mm-hmm. through a pandemic. It makes right. as much as I understand where they're coming from i just feel like everything should go back into lockdown because mm-hmm. we, we didn't do the lockdown right the first time definitely not georgia definitely not georgia i mean 
people didn't even know that there was a mass mandate, <laughs> like or like a curfew, yeah. none of that. People, yeah. well, how about following... you got some people? There's some people out there that's anti-mask, and we go call them out. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. what yeah, the hell part. is anti-mask? But go ahead. <laughs> right. Nobody is. I mean, even China's cases, the where it originated from, are absolutely super low because they sanitized their streets. They had people stay in. They were wearing their masks correctly. Sure, we may have been doing the same thing in certain states, but not everyone was doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're in the predicament that we're in now. I mean, cases have been fluctuating, like, you know? Mm. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. Cases are skyrocketing. But people still getting shot. <laughs> people still like it's like it's like we're not paying attention that people is getting mowed down. People planes is crashing in the, uh, and hit and runs. And mm-hmm. but we so focused on COVID, we don't understand that people still getting robbed. Yeah, <laughs> people yeah. Still... We, don't, we don't we don't focus on the local stuff. Like we worry yeah. about this. And it's like you know, it's it's like. We're so caught up. So let me ask y'all a question before, you know, we easing down to the end of the show. But think about it. Give me a year. Give me a year. Give me a projection. Let's put our let's put our Dr. Fauci hat on for a second. Okay. You look so stressed the hell out. Let's put our hat on. What year. Do you think we'll start having some type of progress in the in the realm of we got it finally kind of mm-hmm. under control give me a year it's mm-hmm. 2022 so it ain't this year for sure definitely not this year 2030 whoa wow whoa I, th- I think that'll be the year where things are under control yo 20 yo. 2026 maybe cases are starting to go down but the way that we're we are at year two about to be year no we're about to be year two right yeah because it started in 2023 i think no two 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 do you right yeah it's about to be year two and we're in an even worse predicament than we were when it first began yeah we you know you know what miala when you first of all First of all, when you said 2030, I almost said, damn, son. You know, I was way East Coast. I, I went East Coast when you said that. That's, that's mad far, yo. No, that's mad far. That's dumb far. <laughs> you know, so you, 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 you pissed me off when you said 2030. Now, I, I don't want to agree with you because I don't think I can wear a mask for another 10 years. Right. I honestly think I would have to. I would have to get a, a, an employment and I would have to live <laughs> in a gated community where I just don't go nowhere. But so I'm want to say as as a happy thought for all you happy viewers, I'll say I'll say 2024 because Kobe is mm-hmm. 24 mm-hmm. and I'll say <laughs> I'll say 824. So uh, Kobe's number is 8 and 24. So by August 2024, we should be we should be halfway there. But like Miala said, and we did discuss this on the COVID show, everybody got to shut down. Everybody. I everybody. promise you. 
everybody. And we can't have see this. Can I can I can I entertain y'all this thought? If we're if we're trying to fight this battle with COVID, why the hell are we having a Super Bowl uh two weeks? Man, let's talk about it. Where sixty thousand people go be together for no apparent reason. <laughs> and and you know that you just look see if you see how many masks you see yes. in the crowd. In the crowd. Yeah. It's oh yeah. Done. Oh yeah. So what I'm saying is I think this I think this conversation gotta go national. I think I think this podcast needs to go to the to the Department of Defense or the Secretary of Defense or whoever is is pimping us out of this money. Listen, government official. I know y'all don't want to stop the damn pandemic because it's it's fattening up your pockets. But but if you got some morals to yourself and you want to get the world in a decent place, you got to shut us down for about two months, man. We need two months to shut down, bring in the National Guard, shoot anybody who's out at nine o'clock. <laughs> oh if you want to, you want to just shoot people <laughs> since you're doing it anyway. Let off if you out after nine, it's your time. Oh just bus on people <laughs> and people will stay at home because that's what LAPD do anyway. But what I'm saying is <laughs> if you want to stop the pandemic, uh, excuse me, NBA, mm. NFL, Olympics, y'all got to stop. Y'all just got to listen. You know, how, you know what pisses me off? We was taking a knee and doing all that Kaepernick stuff mm-hmm. when it was uh, why ain't nobody taking a goddamn knee and saying you know what I don't want to play I, it's a pandemic right because of that money I promise you has it, you think any, has any athlete took a knee and said you know what I don't feel like it's ethically right to play this sporting event during a pandemic mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not going to participate Well, probably not the athletes, but I know that there are some um, some some actors and actresses who have done it for sure. Um, wow, that's a, that's a deep thought. It is a deep thought. I just, I just, I just, you know, and you know, I know it's a solemn moment in the in the podcast, but um, you know, I want to say rest in peace to everybody who has who has paid the price. All the people who have who who we lost throughout this pandemic, all the people who are at the hospitals and the nurses and the people that's on ventilators, you know what? I honestly say, you know, at first, you know, I was like, look, this is just a man-made thing, and you know, it'll it'll go away shortly. But now my casual observation is, we are we are dead in the middle of a race, and unfortunately. Uh, the people that's running this race, they don't they don't care to end it because it's one hundred and seventy five dollars for a rapid test. They don't care to end it because whoever is making these N95 masks is eating real good and they living real comfortably. And I, I think it's really sad that the, the hierarchy in the world, like the like the Denzel Washington's and the, the people that are Tyler Perry's and the people that are fluent. They aren't taking a stand because you know why? They don't live in the communities that we live in. They can isolate. They can live a productive life and be rich through a pandemic. But mm-hmm. somebody like me 
or my sister who got to get on a, a, a ride share or, or go around other people. They don't have those liberties in, in that, that the rich, the rich upper echelon people have. So mm-hmm. I, I put a challenge out there to the, to the, to the, to the clergy too, because all, even the pastors in the, in the LA, all that, all that preaching y'all been doing, mm-hmm. all that turn to second Timothy, the, all of y'all should be investing in the, in saying, you know what, even though it's a pandemic, God going to make a way, even though the world looks crazy, we all right. I don't hear none of the pastors coming out with no rhetoric that's supportive of the mental health of the oh, people. my gosh. Did you hear about this one pastor? Oh, I forgot his name. He just like, oh, I'm going to find you his name. Okay. But he had this service where he was trying to um, say that like, it's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's uncomfortable in life when God comes in or something or whatever. Um, or it was this pastor. He was trying to make a stance, but he spit on his hand and rubbed it on this man's face. During (laughs) it's, it's, it's a pandemic. Wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah. Did he get beat up? (laughs) No, like the, the guy just stood there and took it because apparently that's what, he, I don't know. He was a part of the whole plan or whatever. And it's like, sir, you know that it's a it's a pandemic, and he had to like apologize for it, obviously. But why would you yeah. even think to do that? Yeah, we gonna have to we gonna have to review that for the next show and see if that pastor's still working, right? Because that's disgusting. We don't do spit. I mean, we we didn't do spit non pandemic. The two things right, black right. people don't do. We don't do spit, and we don't do sweeping our feet. I know, I know some people that'll stab you if you sweep. They, you, oh my you can gosh. sweep near their foot. Please do not sweep my feet. Come on now, <laughs> please don't. You keep that. You keep that broom six feet distance from the no, feet. I promise boy. you, them's is fighting words. If anything, I'm trying to tell you, but no, I mean, and look, this is Rick the Ref. I got my, like I said, I I appreciate y'all joining joining the show, and let's understand. Let's keep the conversation moving. The good part is we got on and we got some something down to talk about. But we gotta keep the we gotta keep the flow of the conversation going because in a nutshell, it needs to be more groups of people and more agencies and more officials having a, this conversation so we can have some breakthroughs. So they can have the super the super vaccine that what? kills everything. You yeah. it might even it'll kill tuberculosis too like just one vaccine you know we need to have these conversations so that it's not 2030 mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have this conversation so that was that 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 that, that was a great evaluation from you and also I, i'll give you a shout out for 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 continuing your education mm-hmm. over there over there at huckabucka university <laughs> and if anybody <laughs> asks you do you like chicken you say uh, sure. Do you like chick? Do you do you like boneless chicken? Like you know. So I'm gonna send you that Milk and X shirt though, because yes. please do. Because oh, I I didn't get to tell you, Unc, but out of all of this craziness going on, I am now a co-head of the Black Student Organization here on campus. 
Ooh, congrats. So we have like, we have a lot in store for Black History Month. So yes, please, please do Ooh, we going to piss some people off Black History Month. (laughs) I promise you. We're going to educate some people. That's what we're going to do. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, tell them we shall overcome someday. And you tell them, listen, you're invited to the Black, uh, to the Black social medias. Oh, we yeah, because we, we we are um, thinking about stuff like that because we do, as much as we love Black-only spaces, we do want to be inclusive mm-hmm. and educate our counterparts Yeah, because there are conversations that do need to, you know, they can get an inside look on how we feel or how we that. operate, you know? I love that. That's awesome. And yeah, you Ooh, tell them we don't, we, don't all, we don't all like hot sauce. We can get to know each other. <laughs> We can get to know each other, seriously, yeah. on a personal level, because I like I like the parallel because I run a, a black leadership group and we invite other races and we tell them it's our space. But you welcome to hang out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We talking about everything associated with black, but you yeah. welcome to part. You listen, it's a cake. You welcome to have a slice. Yeah. And yeah, we've always been inclusive. Mm-hmm. We've always been inclusive. So I, hey, I salute you, my niece, Makala. I salute you, and hey, this hey, is we salute you. We salute hey, you. <laughs> for, hey, we gonna stick together doing the podcast and during the pandemic because I'm gonna tell y'all this before y'all go. The pandemic can't defeat you unless you allow your mindset to do it. So when y'all had y'all moments of weakness, call me. When y'all had y'all moments of doubt and and desperation like I do at times let's dialogue about it and make a podcast about it and we go put it out there for the people to listen to because we need to keep this positive information coming out yeah for sure absolutely y'all have a good night hey to the rest of the world yo son y'all it's mad hard out here you know what I mean y'all y'all keep y'all pandemic yo y'all keep y'all head on a swivel yo Bing bong. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Peace. All right.